The Israel Report with Rolin Marks. Well, certainly plenty happening in the Holy Land, as I was mentioning earlier on. Joining us now from Israel, and let's now hear about, about all about it. Rolin Marks, our Israel correspondent. Rolin, always great to chat to you. Good afternoon and welcome. Always great to chat to you too. We do have a little bit of breaking news happening in the last couple of minutes. An Israeli man has been stabbed and wounded in a suspected terror attack in the South Hebron Hills. Uh, this is as per Magin David Adom. And according to Rescuers Without Borders Emergency Services, uh, he was stabbed in the neck near the Chavat Yehuda illegal outpost. Magin David Adom Ambulance Services say their medics are treating a 25 year old man in moderate condition. They say the uh, alleged uh, terrorist has been neutralized. But the condition of both is unclear at the moment. And, and just to reiterate, neutralized doesn't necessarily mean killed. It could be just, uh, you know, as it is neutralized, uh, removed uh, or parted from his weapon. One wonders, when is this all going to end, Rolene? But OK, we can just hope for the best and uh, wish them, wish him well in his recovery as uh, yeah, we go along. But uh, let's for now look at uh, the MK's call for arrest of opposition leaders. Now what's going on? Well, this is members of Knesset from the Otsme Yehudit party. This is the far-right party that is held by Itzema ben and the Betzabel Smotrich. They've called on uh, ben Gavir and his ministry to arrest uh, opposition leaders like Moshe Yalon, who we spoke about yesterday, mm-hmm. Benny Gantz, Yael Apid, uh, because... They are against the sweeping reforms of the Supreme Court. In fact, uh, Benny Gantz warned the other day, he said, you know, if this happens, you could see a situation where we could have civil war in Israel. He didn't say, let's have a civil war, right. or I want a civil war. He was very clear. He said, if this happens, it could um, it, it could lead to uh, a, a civil war. And, and Benny Gantz also appealed to Yariv Levine, appealed to, to the government, if you are going to have these discussions, please include the opposition in them so that we do have different points of view and that is uh, respected. But uh, the, the members of Knesset from Otsma have accused them of sedition and treason. I mean, that is a massive, massive uh, a charge, uh, you know, calling yeah. on them to be arrested. Ben Gavir says, you know, um, he will not be uh, arresting Lapid and Gantz, and he's, he's appealed to the members of Knesset. He says, don't go in wrong and inappropriate directions. I ask everyone who is interviewed not to talk about this matter, not about handcuffs nor arrests. No political opponent is going to be uh, arrested. I mean, this is just uh, absolutely uh, extraordinary. Rolene, I was looking at a report earlier on, and uh, looking at some pictures, even people were being thrown out of the Knesset. It's, it's getting to that now, as well as you've got people, well, demonstrating on the streets. 
Well, it is getting to that, and tempers are flaring, and there is a lot of concern. Now, I know that there are some listeners out there who are saying, you know, you shouldn't maybe be, be commenting on, on this, you know, this is uh, Israel, and we should be uh, not talking about anything that brings Israel into a, a negative light. We, we have to have these conversations, guys, and it's the role of the media, as you and I discussed, I think it was yesterday, that we have to be free to... Um, to shine a light into the dark corners where the government is not meeting the mandate and the expectations of its people. Right. And, and, and also, just to be clear, these are not protests about uh, not accepting election results. Mm -hmm. These are protests about massive changes to uh, democratic structures that could detract from Israel's uh, democratic nature. Well, that's what you pointed out yesterday. And, uh, yeah, you've made it very clear that, uh, as you know, the, the democratic process uh, of, of Israel counts in this case. It's not about the elections per se. And I see President Herzog is also appealing to officials and citizens to calm spirits and lower their flames, as he puts it. Well, he's a very, very rational man, is uh, President Isaac Herzog. And he said he is really appealing to everybody to calm spirits and lower flames. He said this is a sensitive and explosive period in the Israeli public. He says, I'm awake to the voices heard. He says, and to all your pains and worries and anxieties. And he goes on to say, the values of the Declaration of Independence are the compass of our country. I will not allow them to be harmed. Now, uh, as I've been saying, in fact, uh, uh, rattling on for weeks now, Israel does not have a constitution. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. we're not like South Africa. We're not a constitutional monarchy like uh Great Britain, we are a country without a constitution, but with a declaration of independence and with a Supreme Court that is the uh, guiding compass, that is the um, checks and balances of our democracy. And, and it is a frightening place to be in right now, to hear that uh, our great uh, watchdog of democracy, that yes, sometimes doesn't rule in our favor. That's, you know, the letter of the law, and, and, and that's democracy, uh, is to be overhauled. You and I had a very frank discussion yesterday about, you know, shutting down the media because the media, yeah. the, the, the public broadcaster, because it's critical of the government. That's the role of the public broadcaster is to is to report on any inadequacies that it sees, and um, you know it's one thing to to go on the campaign trail. It's another thing to rule a country. And when you rule a country, you have to accept that there are a lot of citizens that are not going to stand by quietly and let you steamroll democracy. I know, Ruin, I've brought up this question before, but uh, as we said before, it's going to be a very busy, well, we said last week it's going to be a very busy week. I think we're in for very busy weeks and months ahead. So as the situation stands now, based on what we've just discussed, do we see an escalation in protests? Uh, well, what is the current situation right now? Is it is it calm? Is it lessening or what is its status at the moment? Uh, that's a great question, and we are definitely anticipating an escalation in pro uh, protests. In fact, protest uh, leaders met with the police commissioner, Kobe Shaptar, earlier today. They discussed 
uh, the upcoming protests that are scheduled for Saturday night, and we are expecting tens of thousands of people in protests around the country. And he has said to them, you know, your right to protest must be respected. That is democracy. It's healthy democracy. But please be aware of um, of public safety and convenience. In other words, don't block up the main arteries and roads. You know, keep it to allocated areas, which is something they need to respect as well. Rowling, we don't have much more time left. So the, my third question I wanted to pose to you this afternoon regards Prince Harry's comments about killing 25 Taliban. And also I'm interested about this other angle. Has it put the spotlight on the IDF? Well, I think we all want you to be spared Prince Harry today because he really has uh, driven everybody. Right. Uh, if anybody could press self-destruct on a reputation, it's good old has. Uh, although I have any confidence, nobody's allowed to call him that, but his wife. Anywho, moving along. Yeah, that uh, being said. Comments <laughs> in his uh, memoir where he says that he killed 25 uh, Taliban and he saw them as chess pieces. Now, he has said that his intentions were to heal or help soldiers uh, talk about it and heal, but it's a, it's a, I'm, written agreement between soldiers that you do not talk about your kill count. If you're going to talk about it, you speak to your your uh, brothers and sisters at arms. And, and he has painted a target uh, on himself, the, the royal family, certainly uh, British servicemen and, and women, the Invictus Games, which also, of course, includes um, uh, disabled uh, uh, ex-service people from the state of Israel and from South Africa as well. So he's put a, a target on them. But big uh, up for discussion is how people or how soldiers in the military are trained. Now, Colonel Richard Kemp, who was the commander of British troops in Afghanistan, a great friend to Israel, has made particular mention of Israel's record, Israel's um uh, code of ethics and purity of arms. And they said, you know, Israel is a country that uh, maybe should be emulated. We do everything in our power to ensure minimum civilian loss and certainly don't treat any enemy combatants uh, or regard them as chess pieces. And, and it's certainly something that they try and train British uh, servicemen and women as well is, is that this is uh, not how you uh, regard enemy combatants sure. but it has definitely raised ire uh, mm -hmm. uh, in global military um, echelons okay. and has effectively put a target on our servicemen and women. Noted, Rolene, indeed, uh, the code of conduct, as you mentioned, that's, uh, well, it's a given that uh, that you conduct yourself in a certain way, and certainly not as Prince Harry as uh, unexpected has done. Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. Always great chatting to you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us the latest on the Holy Land.